Riding Irish Podcast. Welcome back to the Riding Irish Podcast. I am Shane Saunders and I am without Craig this week because we have a very special guest fighter on with us this time around. Uh, only the second fighter to ever grace this podcast. So, And she's Irish too. We had Anthony Smith last time. Uh, obviously the American pretty boy. And then we have Sinead Nunan all the way from SBG Ballinat and Mayo. Sinead, how's it going? Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Uh, for those who, who may be wondering, I said I'd have Sinead on like a, a while ago, but one thing or another, we just haven't been able to cross paths yet. But finally, on this day of all days, yeah. you managed to get it done. Yeah, I did. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. No problem at all. So um, people who may not know you, um, explain yourself and what are you doing here? Well, I'm an international kickboxer and K1 fighter. Um, I train out of SPG here in Ballina in Mayo. Um, I've been training since a young age and I've done it ever since. Great. And I'm always kind of curious because I don't fight myself. No, I'm not able to because uh, of a pre-existing disability. So I kind of write about people <laughs> and I'm, I'm always curious about the mindset about people. What is the lure of getting into a cage or training to get punched in the face, kicked in the legs, kicked in the body, etc., etc. What is the lure of combat sports? Well, for me, I started from a very young age, which has always been a part of my life. Uh, I started at eight. I started with the Jeet Kune Do Brazilian Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. And um, I did that for about three years. So I was kind of like, oh, right, let's move on. So I did the kickboxing. And I've kind of gone through all disciplines. So I've gone through like point fighting, light contact, full contact, K1, and then I'm going to MMA. So I've kind of always had it in my life. Um, so I wouldn't be able to think of it without, without going in and training. And even training for fight camps and stuff like that, that's what kind of pushes you on and motivates you every day. And, you know, if you have a dream or something, you're going to follow it. So it's the same thing with me. Like, I want to become professional. So that's my thing of every day, getting up right. That's what I want to do. So and the cage is just another step in, 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 in the milestone. <laughs> So I've seen you fight a couple of times now uh, at Cage Legacy, the promotion run by Declan Kenna and, and Darren Sonic. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't know, I've talked about you before in this podcast to my other kind of colleague, Craig, and anyone who who listened about amateur MMA or K1. And mm-hmm. you just, I, I think you're a very fan-friendly kind of fighter. You just absolutely just go hell for leather i would say the katie taylor k1 <laughs> sorry i would say yeah. you're the, the katie taylor k1 oh <laughs> i could take that i'll take that yeah i mean i I, thought, I can't really think of a style other than just absolutely <laughs> just stand and bang i think and then honestly any times i've seen you now and two times i've had the privilege of sitting cage side and be able to cover the event and the fights I, I do the crowd reaction has been insane i know when i my first k1 now i didn't know what to expect because i hadn't really fought in, such, in front of such a big crowd by my you know with what with them all watching this one fight hmm. but when i went there it was absolutely class like it was it was good i loved it for my first fight my first fight i looked a bit like a, a, a lunatic like you know <laughs> just going for it you know what i mean but that's just the way i fight sure you know, it's just the way I am. Like some people might be more like when I fought Lola. Like from that fight, I learned a lot. I mean, a lot from that fight because that was one of the hardest fights I've ever fought. And she's only took she only took that on like a day's notice or something. Sure. And, and you were supposed came, to actually yeah. fight the MMA, weren't you, on that card? Yeah, yeah. I did a ten week fight camp, and then she broke her jaw about seven or eight days out. So it was, and they couldn't find me another opponent. So they had to. So Lola stepped in for a K one fight. 
If I remember correctly, I think you were the opener on the main card, I think, for that. And to be honest yeah, with you, yeah. probably not a bad way to, to open up a card. <laughs> Two girls, yeah, we went for we went for like it was an out. It was a three round war, like it was good though. It got the crowd going anyways. Do you find it hard um to find in you know you know fights? Uh, do you find any disadvantages being being a girl over a guy? Yeah, definitely. Like you, you see how many fights um, lad fights that are on a card and you see how many girls fights are on a card you might only get two or three True. and sometimes you only get one depending on like so yeah it is because I'm at a weird weight as well you know, I'm at a weird age I'm at a weird kind of it's kind of level I'm a weird level as well so it's hard to find girls like they're either just starting off kind of middling maybe don't want to fight yet you know it is hard but you know there's more girls coming in to martial arts now so hopefully over the years the girls that are coming up will have more girls to fight and Correct me if I'm wrong now, but I think the last time I read your article on Combat Arena, you're the only girl in SPG Ball now. Has that changed or is it still the same? Uh, just recently um, for the BJJ, there's another girl came along for BJJ, but I'm the only girl for my kickboxing and MMA and all that. I was the only girl when I got there, yeah. Right. And how do you, how do you find that in, in and amongst all the lads? Do you find it advantage, advantageous to you? Do you find it kind of a bit off-putting? Do you find, feel a bit kind of maybe isolated or lonely or? When I first started, I was like, what What am I doing here? Like, you know, like a group of lads, no girls. But after a while, like they were so welcoming, I was, I got used to it. And so I think it's an advantage to me because I'm training and I'm rolling and I'm sparring lads that might be 20, 30 kilos heavier than me and 20 years older than me, 10, sure. 20 years older than me. So when I go in to fight a girl, I'm getting hit by a girl isn't really, not saying it won't hurt, but it, it's not as much of a shock as it would be if I didn't train with lads. Does that make yeah, sense? Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, like it, was still, it could still shock me and all that. Like Lola's kicked it. I didn't expect that coming. That knocked me down. You know, I got a, an eight second count there. But again, her punch, you know, other girls' punches and other stuff like that I can take because I've been hit hard by lads that are 20, 30 kilos heavier than me. So I do do think it's an advantage, yeah. So obviously with SBG, there's, there's a ton of gyms around the place. Do you get the opportunity mm. to go around to different gyms, maybe spar with other girls in, in fights or... Yeah, yeah, especially in fight camps, I try and get up maybe once every two weeks to different clubs. Um, especially I've been to SPG Tala and then I went to Swords and I've been to Charlestown and I've been to HQ as well. So I that's four SPGs I've covered. So yeah, I do. And you get lots of spars there with the girls because you know in HQ there's pro pro fighters and there's amateurs, sure. but there's more more than one or two girls. So it's good to get spars in with the girls as well, for sure. So obviously now SPG Swords is now under a different name now oh, with Chris, yeah, with Chris yeah, Fields there. Yeah. Now, do you still have the opportunity to go down and spar with Ashing Daly or get tips from her or anything like that? Or? Yeah, I ha- oh, yeah, definitely. I went to um, her uh, BGJ camp last May, I think it was. We went over to Portugal for a week and we had a camp over there. So it's oh, it was unreal. Like It was great learning from such, especially of who she is, like you know the first hmm. Irish uh, UFC fighter and black belt. So it was great to have the week with her as well. Like. That's good. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's no harm in getting some experience yeah. from, from a UFC veteran like that, especially a pioneer in, in Irish uh, women's mixed martial yeah, arts, for sure. exactly, yeah. yeah. So you haven't fought since Cage Legacy 10, but you did have uh, success in the, at, at, the, at the Open a little while ago? Yeah, the Irish Open, yeah. I came away with a silver, yeah. And uh, how, how do you think you... Fair to that, did you enjoy, enjoy the experience? Is that your first open? Oh, I loved it. Like, that was my fifth year fighting at the Irish Open now. Like, That's over fair. the years, I'd fought point fighting a lot over them years. I fought, but um, I came up against an SBG HQ girl actually, um, Dee Begley. She's mm. on the MMA scene now. Um, I would have fought her over time as well with the light contact. 
So when it came up to the K1, it was good. Like she came away with the win, but I just didn't turn up that day. Didn't turn up. It was just, I think I was tired and I was just, you know, in your head, not in the game. It, mine wasn't. But um, since I last fought her, she's improved greatly. So it was it was good experience for me as well, especially because she's a lot older than me. It's experience for me to fight older women. So I did enjoy it, yeah. Anybody who follows you on on social media, especially Facebook, you're, you're quite active there and you have a, uh, a dedicated fighter page for yourself. Mm-hmm. And after the last fight with Lola, obviously it was a draw. And you're yeah. kind of, you think you felt maybe hard on yourself. You thought you might have won the fight. Um, obviously, you, in the moment, you know, you were probably a bit kind of shaken. Obviously, you know, you got rocked and she, and she got rocked yeah. too as well. Yeah. But is there an opportunity? You seem very complimentary of Lola all the time. And you obviously posted up the, the recent fight there a little while ago for everyone to see yeah. it. Do you keep in touch with Lola? Do you, do you get to go to her and maybe work on things that you might have, you know, you, you feel might, might be weak in your game or as such? Or do, do, you ever, do you ever be interested in doing something like that? Yeah, definitely. Like, I have respect for all my opponents, you know, because we're all in there to do the same thing. Like, me and Lola were just, we were, when we fought, like, it looked like we were in this kill each other. But after we, were, you know, I spoke to her after and we had the chat and everything. And she's a lovely girl, like, and so all my opponents, as far as, yeah, I haven't come into a, a fight where the opponent's been, you know, horrible after anything. So it's good. And definitely, like, anything that, if I needed to know something about my fight, I'd definitely go to her and just say, look, how do you think this was? Or should I do this? For sure, like, and sure anyone could come to me as well. You know, I don't bite. Sure. And I suppose, you know, as well, because uh, women's MMA, especially amateur MMA, K1, it, mm. it's, uh, you know, obviously it's... it's um not rare or such, but you know, there's such a small, tight group there that it probably makes yeah. sense, I guess, for people to maybe not get down to the show. It's obviously you're in there for competition yeah. and in there for fighting and such. So, yeah, obviously, now your next fight is the leaving certificate, which is coming up soon. Oh, god, yeah. Um, <laughs> so any plans for after after you finish? Uh, have you anything in the in the in the in the pipeline? Yeah, definitely. Like, obviously, it's just getting the leaving cert over is why I'm not training as much and I'm not fighting. But um, I'm hopefully after leaving right now. I'm going away on holidays, so that'll be a break. And then I'm coming back and I'm deferring college for a year, hopefully to train full time for the year and see how that goes. Um, and see, I'll get loads of fights in that year. Now I'm going to try and be as active as possible between jiu-jitsu and MMA and K1, like just to keep you know amateur levels high. Do you know what I mean? Get all the experience I can. And obviously, if you're going to defer college for you, are you going to stay in Ballina? Yeah. Are you going to move around? Have you decided yet? Uh, I'm hoping to go down to Dublin um, for the year. Um, it's, not, it's not set in stone yet, but it's something I'd love to do. Like, So just have to get the leaving cert over with first and then we'll work from there if you get me. Better save your pennies. It's expensive down here. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> oh, it's terrible, yeah. But um, that, that's interesting. It's a shame now that obviously it's leaving cert because obviously Cage Legacy have a big fight card coming up in, in the Neptune Stadium in Cork, which got yeah. pushed back. Obviously, didn't push it back hard enough for you to, to get on it. Yeah. So <laughs> is, is it Cage Legacy? You're not contractually obliged to fight with them, are you? Or can you fight no, anywhere? No, no, I can fight anywhere. Like So hopefully, I'm going to be looking at maybe Cage Warriors, that kind of, you know, up the north a little bit, not just Cage Legacy because you get more experience in other shows as well. Like, Absolutely, Cage. Obviously, Cage Warriors, the academy, um, the 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 Irish branch, obviously run by uh, uh, Andy Ryan, which is yeah, never never a bad guy to get in touch with. Really, you know, to expose never. yourself there. Yeah, no, definitely. So obviously, uh, a few months back, we had the media day. Now I couldn't make the media day before your fight, Cage Ten. Mm-hmm. How did you find that you're going to first branch? I know Lydia from 
MMA Connect TV had a couple of videos up of you uh, yeah. in interviewing. How did you find that experience? Were you kind of a bit nervous, but a good bit of experience for you? I loved it. Hmm. Personally, I thought it was great. A great exposure for us that are coming up. Like um, Now, there wasn't loads there, but it was still get your name out and yeah I love the interviews and everything I'm getting used to it now you know when I first started I was like oh lord what am I going to be doing looking at a camera talking to someone but after one or two you kind of get used to it you know you're not as nervous going into it so yeah definitely it's good experience to get an amateur level because when you go to pro like you're going to have to do you know what I mean well don't worry this podcast will probably reach about maybe 15 people in total possibly maybe haven't decided yet Look, it's still 15 more than i had before this so. yeah, so it's still sorry, yeah. 15 people more than i've ever got in my lifetime yeah. <laughs> you want to see the feedback we got from you from coming on more questions than we're ever used to ever oh really yeah <laughs> like four <laughs> questions four whole questions now to be fair we're sure now what i asked, I asked yeah. to, to, to dive in so obviously you've had um your experience in the cage or whatever, but who would you maybe look up to? Who would, you, who would be your, your favorite fighters to watch, maybe in the past, present? Um, Case Taylor would be one of them. Hmm. Um, the, you know, the UFC fighters like Holly Holm and all them, they were the ones who got me into MMA. You know, Ronda Rousey was the first one actually that got me into MMA. When I first seen her, I was like, whoa, you know, that's what I want to do. So I was just at kickboxing. I hadn't actually seen MMA before and I hadn't really thought about it. But definitely them and the new upcomers like um Stylebender as well. He is unbelievably good. Do you know what I mean? He's unreal to watch. Are you gonna fight the weekend? Oh, unreal! Like they were two good, very good uh, co-main and main fights. So all the, every all them kind of fighters, like you watch them, you're like, oh, that's what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Especially strikers as well, because I'm a striker. I'm like, oh, that's what you want to be like, or that's what you want to aim to your striking to be as good as. I kind of feel kind of uh, vindicated now because obviously I compared you to Katie Taylor earlier on so I kind of feel vindicated that you would name her as your uh, as oh, one yeah, of your yeah. idols yeah she's quite phenomenal I think the way you kind of strike in, in, in volume and punches is is uh, quite quite a treat so obviously the next time you fight I think people should you know get tickets and go because <laughs> I mean I, I can't describe it anymore in this podcast without people having to go and watch your fights or I could just link to your videos I suppose so People yeah, know exactly yeah. what they're what they're getting themselves into. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I just fight differently. I guess like people do say to me, "Why do you fight like that? Or why do you waste your energy doing that?" It's just the way I fight. But I can keep them rounds up. I can keep my my um, keep that pace up for the whole three rounds. Like, do you know what I mean? So, you know, if I couldn't, that would be something different. But it's just the way I fight. So, other than kind of maybe getting in the cage and competing, um, what? is you know your kind of favorite thing about going to SPG Ballina every day embracing the grind etc what is your favorite thing that you really enjoy about the sport like I love everything about the sport and as well the people you meet the new people you meet and how nice they are and how like all the gyms that I've been to are so welcoming like they've had no problem at all and going to SPG Ballina every day after hard day at school you're like oh thank god I get to you know smash a few pads or you know smash the bag or roll around do you know what I mean like so sure. even the lads down there they're they're great the lads so it's good to have a little team you can go to at, when you've had a bad day at school or you know a hard day at school you just go down you know they're going to be there for, for the odd training you know what I mean one of the kind of like things I kind of look out for like I know I've covered about four amateur events since I started this little hobby mm-hmm. website and yeah. the thing I've kind of noticed most uh, maybe not your gym particularly, but I think most gyms is 
the support, um, especially at amateur level, between you know win, lose, or draw, the amount yeah. of support and and patting the shoulders, a bit of a leg up when fighters don't have a good day at the office. The, the kind of camaraderie between gyms. Now, obviously, there's kind of maybe... Do you, do you ever feel maybe rival gyms overstep the mark sometimes? Or do you feel that across the board, there's just uh, a huge you know, level of respect across the playing field? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a huge level of respect between all clubs. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know that if one or two, like, one of my friends that, that fight, fights out of SBG, you know, out of the SBGs, I'd always support them. You know, if they want to fight, I'd share their posts. Do you know what I mean? But for me, it's, I think it's utmost respect. I don't, like, I don't know what goes on in other people's gyms, but I think that with our gym, it's always support and it's always respect to other clubs. We're never rude or disrespectful. We're always very respectful, even between ourselves. Like, if you lose, you know, they're very supportive. They're like, right, we'll go on to the next one. You know, it's never, oh, you lost. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. so it's good and it's good. It's, it boosts the fighters up, like, confidence-wise. So when you're not in the gym, when you're not fighting, what do you actually like to do outside of getting hit in the face? God, I don't think I like anything else. Like, I go, you know, the odd bit of running, like, that would be it. Like, as of now, it's just study. Do you know what I mean? Study, 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 and then go to the gym, you know? Um, I lift a little bit of weights. I started powerlifting. With um, one of the girls down in the gym, she does powerlifting for comp- competitively, like, and I said I wanted to try it, and I've been doing it for about eight or nine months now. So when I'm not getting punched in the face, I do be lifting, lifting powerlifting. So nice. Yeah. I, mean, I I can barely lift anything but a cup of tea right now <laughs> at this moment in time, and so yeah, I, I kind of like to live vicariously through fighters, especially fighters I I, I really like like to watch. You're one of the fighters I really like to watch between yourself and a few others. I see it occasionally. Oh. So, but um, I have a couple of questions from the social yeah. media gods and goddesses. Yeah. All right. Who's this? Craig uh, Larkin is the, is my uh, is my buddy who uh, t- tends to co-host this podcast with me on a, on a regular basis. He asks, yeah. "What's your favorite thing to train for? Um, or, or is is it stand up, striking, BJJ, wrestling? Oh, striking." Any day of the week, it would be striking. That's just because I've been striking since I was a try, like a, a eight years old, you know. But then again, I do like the old wrestling side of it as well and the cage work. So it would be a bit of everything, but striking would mainly be my my thing. I love to go in and train. Yeah. I thought you might say that, all right? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Para Cannon. I don't know if you know Para Cannon. Do you? If he's from yeah, Shell, I do. Shell, yeah. yeah. He asked. Um, yeah. Where is the question gone? Oh yeah, he asked. Um, well, he asked when you're looking to fight next. I think you kind of answered that already. But if you want to answer it again, by all means. Yeah, I'm hoping to fight again after the leave insert sometime. Um, MMA. Hopefully, hopefully, first one back now will be MMA. So as soon as the leave insert's over, hopefully we'll have some news. Back. Boom! Exclusive. I want exclusives. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be the first to know about it. Oh, I can't. I can't be my first exclusive. I've always wanted to write exclusive in huge giant like letters from every other website gets to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's my goal for 2019. <laughs> um, final question for you from also from Parag as well. He says, "Have you seen a growth of women's MMA in your gym and around Ireland since you started?" Have I seen a, a growth? Is this a growth? Yeah, in in your gym and all around the country. In my gym, we've yeah. grown by one. So I mean that's something, you know, and she's and she likes she likes BJ, so hopefully she'll stay. And um over at Ireland, yeah, definitely. Because you see the likes of Leah McCourt, she has the women's MMA self defense going up there. So like, you know, there's classes like that going on around Ireland. So there definitely is 
definitely is more girls thinking about it and maybe trying it out a little bit. So yeah, definitely. So I'm curious now, obviously you now kind of got on your kind of background as to as to why you fight, why yeah. you like like doing it. Talk us through a fight night. The in the back in the in the back, you know, is there nerves? Are you relaxed? Are you calm? Or is different fight? Does does your mood depend on on the fight or? Um no, it's all about. It's always the same with me. Like you know, you do get nerves. Your nerves, your nerves are you're, they're supposed to be there. You know, people always ask me since I spoke about um uh, nerves on the you know the combat arena little article they did on the. Sure. Uh, I spoke about nerves. Inter asked me about nerves, and I just said like, you have to accept them. Do you know, when I learned that the hard way, because when I first started uh, training for my K1 fight, first fight for my K1 fight, I was so nervous. And it was even not even like the fight day it was leading up. It was like three or two, three, four weeks out. I was like, oh, God, what am I doing? Do you know what I mean? You know, it's doubts. But I mean, you have to accept them because they're supposed to be there. They, they're supposed to push you on to motivate you to train harder. So you don't get them. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, you're getting yourself into a cage with someone that has trained specifically to take you out. Do you know what I mean? So obviously you're going to be nervous. You know, if you didn't have nerves, there'd be something amiss there. So definitely that that's the same with me. Like I just take them on and just use them as, you know, a positive. But before I fight, you know, I just throw on my music and I'm in my own little zone and then you just go out and do do what I do best. I'm about to ask actually, what is your walkout music? What is your favourite tune <laughs> to walk out to? I've had the, for the last two or three fights, I've had um, Kanye West. Oh, yeah. oh, you have? Yes, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, might give that a change now, but they were that was a song I listened to. Yeah, I do like the old um, heavy metal as well and the the rap before I go out. But otherwise, it would be Kanye West as I walk out to. Yeah. I think you should go for heavy metal. I'm a big fan of heavy metal myself, but no one <laughs> no one ever seems to walk out with it. I don't know if no. it's frowned upon or people just think, oh, you know, it, it'll drive people out. That are in now, though, aren't they? The rappers, so, that's what they be going Yeah, for. yeah, exactly. Everyone just comes out with Kanye or Drake. No one ever yeah. goes anything. <laughs> down the line it's all the same yeah no i know i was thinking of the old metal now for the next one or two hopefully i've often thought about that like uh, you know obviously like, like i said I, I, i'm not able to fight now i used to train kickboxing but mm. i mean i've always the one question that always comes up is like oh what would your fight what would your fight song be it's like, never mind my yeah. fight music it's kind of i just don't want to go in there and get the head kicked off me yeah, exactly. You know, it's your own preference, what you want. See, other people kind of just might throw something on the listen to every day. But with me, I, I, I thought about that, that song for weeks. Like, I was making sure it was the right song for me. You know, it's supposed to get you going when you're walking out, not something that's not going to, you know, affect you at all. Like, You wouldn't do what Ty to Evasa did in the USC and walk out to Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On, no? no? I would not. No. No, no God, No. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, people will probably remember you for it. Oh, that's the girl that walked out to Celine Dion. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But, you know, there's other ways you can be remembered, hopefully. So, so other than MMA and, uh, yeah. and, and K1, what other sports do you like? Or do you uh, have I, any interest I, in your sports? Yeah, no, I used to play uh, Gaelic football. I uh, played for my county, so I played for Mayo at the under-14s. Right, that age, like. So I picked it up again two weeks ago. Uh, so I'm back playing Gaelic football. So that that's what I'm doing now every week as well. I have two or three train sessions a week and as well as a game. So I thought before I go down and try and train full time, I wanted to pick up the hobby that I'd done for my childhood. So I went back and I played it and I love it and I'm happy I'm back at it. You know, it's something else to be doing other than kicking and punching. Be honest with me, right? Yeah. Is the only reason that you picked up 
the the guy again is because Mayo le- uh, recently won the league final against Kerry. No, it wasn't actually. Was a feel good <laughs> no, factor there in you again? Are you sure? My, <laughs> yeah, I went back on my own accord. But no, it's good they won. Yeah, thank thank God. I I won't lie to you, right? Because obviously being a being from Dublin myself. Yeah. It, it, Mayo are my favorite team to beat all the time. Oh, you're not the first person to say that. Today. Especially the All Ireland final. Yeah. Okay. Right. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry, but I didn't. I didn't, I didn't want to make you. I didn't want to make you really upset. <laughs> I'm joking. No, it is. You know, it's the same every year, isn't it? Yeah. You never know. You never know. This year could could be different. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, we'll, we'll see, won't we? We'll come back to you then after the match. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> if you get there. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Actually, no, we will. We will. We will. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So one final question. So yeah. obviously SVG Balana is very trained. Who obviously apart from yourself, this is your this is your time to shine. Who should we be looking out for from your gym? Who's a, who's an upcoming fighter that we should uh, say that we should get on the, the bandwagon, the riding Irish fighter of the year from SVG Balana. Who is it? Uh, there's two or three now that are uh, competitively fighting. Now I know poor Kohara, he's um, looking for a K one fight. Right. So he'd definitely be coming on the scene very, very soon. I think, and you know, there's jujitsu ones. They just they flew out to Poznan there for the uh, IBGF Open, and they did unreal out there. You know, Jack Armstrong, he's doing very well. Um, Josh Colley, he's coming up the ranks. Uh, Matthew O'Connor, Michael as well, my head coach, Michael Cullen. He's um, hopefully he's in the cage soon enough. Now I think he's just coming recovering from a knee injury, so I think he'll be coming up. And we actually have Keenan Arsh, a pro MMA fighter. He has a fight now in Sweden on the 4th of May. So he'd be the next one out from our club, I think. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. so there's a good thing. I couldn't mention just one. I get the head bitten off me. I mean, you're, you're probably you're probably right. You know, you, you can't just yeah. mention one. You may as well mention the whole yeah. gym at this stage. No, no, that was the whole gym now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we have some really good fighters coming up. You know, we're only a small club, but we're, we're growing day by day like so. Sure, I can't yeah. complain. You're very complimentary yeah. of your head coach, actually. Anytime, yeah, anytime yeah. I see you. Obviously, what was the case that he kind of just took you under his wing, obviously being the only girl there? Or was it the case that, you know, it's an even playing field in there and he just treats everyone the same? He does treat everyone the same. Um, but uh, I kind of took a shine to Michael when it come, came to um, training. I don't know what it was, but I just got on with him very well and I understood the way he was teaching. Hmm. Um, not, not like the other coaches are great as well. It was just Michael kind of, me and Michael got on, like, and... Um, you know, it just came to where he coached me. He was the only coach at my fights and um, my kickboxing fights. And then when it came to the K1, Jack came along and then Keen came along. So, you know, it's it's all the coaches are great, but Michael would have been my kind of first coach with SPG Ballinat. So that's why I get on with him so well. I'm sure he does all my training with me as well. Like the time and effort he puts in, you know, I can't I can't complain. Like I'm awful grateful for it. That's why I'm so complimentary of him. Brilliant stuff. I love that. Love that. Before you go, Sinead. Yeah. Before I let you go. Plug any social media you have right now and i'll stick it down in the description in the in the of, of this podcast so by all means go ahead instagram uh Newland underscore twitter don't have a twitter yet oh get on that you have to get yeah, you don't have a twitter oh come on you don't have a twitter no i don't yeah. think we'll have one but someone said to me the last year i was like okay i better get one now so get up yeah. Ah, Twitter is well. I mean, if you can avoid all the kind of nonsense that goes with it, it's a ground out place, folks, for the most part. Yeah. 
All right, Facebook? Uh, Sinead Newland or Sinead the Grenade Newland, that's the athlete page. You've got two, you greedy girl. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to have every single thing on the description and we're going to plug the crap out of this and get you noticed and get you out there. Thank you so much for having me again. Sinead, not a problem at all. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'll get you back on again when you, when you give me the exclusive uh, for your next fight. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. Yeah, I'll let you know. You'll be the first to know anyways. Perfect. Sinead, thank you so much for joining me on the Riding Irish Podcast this time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Now. Thank you.